0: That was The Clash with brand new Cadillac. Also heard some Papa Freitas and the Canals here on 97X, the future of rock and roll. Don't forget the deadline for 97 Exposure is this Thursday at 5 p.m., so make sure you get your two-song cassette or for one of those new fancy folks, a compact disc, to us here at 5120 College Corner Pike by the deadline. Officer Steve Baker will shut down the contest right at 5 p.m. So be sure to make sure you get your CD in or cassette.
1: Dave. Yeah? No, it's uh, exposure's long gone. I bet Steve Baker would still lock the door if somebody showed up just to shut him down. He took perverse (laughs) delight in that, but no, that is true. 97x is no more, 97 exposure is no more. We're just doing a podcast about those good old days called 97x Rumblings from the Big Bush. So, I'm sorry, no local
0: bands, there's no local bands anymore. No, you know what, Lizard 99,
1: uh, Love Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Shrug. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. What are
0: they doing now?
1: (laughs) get them on this fancy podcast you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to even break it to you because you're lost in your reverie and like CDs, you're calling them newfangled, and people don't even use Uh those anymore. They're obsolete. (laughs) But the good news is we have somebody that is a longtime fan. Of the podcast, joining us now, and he works at ninety seven X back in the day. Matt Soden, Matt, welcome. Thanks, guys. How are you? We're doing just great. It's great to talk to you. And I'd I'd like you to, before we got on here, just walk us through how you reconnected with with us and ninety seven X.
2: Um, I I had been looking online, you know, just typing into browser, you know, ninety seven X, doing searches, things like that, and playlists would show up and and uh or news articles from like you know uh what was it called uh the city paper and uh but i couldn't i was always wondered what happened with the uh, you know the people who work there and um and then somehow your podcast came up in a in a search and i thought oh cool i'll i'll go see what this podcast is about and then I started seeing all of these names of people that I remember working with. So I started listening to the podcast, and I think I uh, I think I emailed you, Damien, and said, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm listening to this. this. is great." And then I think you pointed me over to the Facebook group, and uh, I joined that and uh, and ended up you know reconnecting with a bunch of people from you know ages ago, um, and I've just had a ball uh, listening to the podcast and and hearing coming over my car stereo voices that used to come over the stereo all the time. So it, it's, it's been great. It's, it's been a lot of fun listening to the podcast and catching up with people who, who worked at the station.
0: Well, tell us about your journey to Oxford and then to the station.
2: Um, well, so I moved to Oxford in the summer of 1990. Um, the, the gal that I was dating at the time, she got into grad school at Miami and so it was, uh, amazingly enough, it was Memorial Day weekend and pulled the U-Haul into town and, and uh, as, as you did back in the day, turned on the local radio station. Hey, let's see what it sounds like, the local radio sounds like. And, you know, I'm tuning around and, and uh, came across the station 97X and it happened to be the Modern Rock 500 and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, the, this is my music. This, these are my people and uh so you know hauling you know stuff into the apartment off the u-haul have the music on listening to it got done unloading the truck drove it to the u-haul place still listening to the station had to stay up to hear the very end of it um (laughs) it was that compelling um and uh you know, and that, that's how I became a listener was, you know, I was indoctrinated, you know, 30 years ago this year on on uh, listening to the Modern Rock 500.
1: Wow. And then you went from listener to person who worked at the station. How did yeah. that happen?
2: <laughs> it's 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 dumb luck. It's just dumb luck. I, you know, um, my mom used to say, oh, if you don't ask, you'll never know. Right. Like, oh, well, you know, th- there's this girl I'd like to date. And, well, if you don't ask her out, you're never going to know. Right. So I was like, oh, the station's awesome. I, let's, I wonder if I could get a job there. And so having that, you know, in the back of my head, I drove, you know, I tracked down College Corner Pike and everything else and drove over there one afternoon because I didn't have a job. Uh, drove over there and uh, I met, I think, uh, Phil Manning and Steve. And I think, I think uh, you, Dave. And somebody said, "All right, well here," and they ripped some AP copy and handed it to me and sent me into a production studio and said, "All right, read this." And I did. And they said, "Okay, fine, we'll call you." And uh, I ended up doing just some, um, you know, picking up overnight or weekend shifts here or there. I, I worked in college radio. I worked. I was the, I, I was a DJ all through college and the and the program director at my college radio station. So I'd had some experience. It wasn't just like. I'm going to go become an astrophysicist, having never done anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I had some experience and I got put on some weekend shifts. And then that led to doing the overnights, which uh, full time, which I, I think is a rite of passage. Yes. And then eventually um, I, I got moved to the six to midnight shift.
0: Now, now, overnights. Do you remember the uh, the the crown glory of the overnights taking out the trash? I i got
2: there i had to take the trash out one time and i was like okay fine this one day and i had the key in my hand the trash bag slung over my shoulder and some jerk had super glued the lock Ugh. and filled the lock full of super glue but yes i remember taking out the trash i remember having to like record the ap news stories on the big reel to reel in the studio yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, Julie and bake had it ready to go mm-hmm. um, Pulling AP stories and putting them on the news desk, yeah, yeah, all all the joys of the overnight shift and all sorts of strange people up at all hours of the night. Dave, I'm sure you remember that guy. I think his name was John, and he called from California.
1: John Sewer, John Sewer. He, he, he worked for the, the waste he treatment plant, the
2: water plant, or yes. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this guy would call up. All, like every night, I'm like, what are you doing up? It's <laughs> like 3 a.m.
0: <laughs> I, I have a John Seward story because he goes, well, where do you live? So, <laughs> I, And he, he, he wouldn't stop. So I made up an address, and he called me. He goes, I drove by that address. You don't live there.
2: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. 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 Wow. There was there was all sorts of strange things would happen the you know, overnight shifts. Um one time this girl showed up with a freshly cooked pan of chicken tetrazzini. Just knocked on the door of the party patio and, you know, middle of the night. I opened the door and she's like, here, I thought you might like this. And I was like, "Ah, uh, you know, like you remember like being warned as a kid, like, don't take an apple when you're or yeah, treating. Mm-hmm. I'm like I don't think I'm going to eat this.
1: <laughs> oh, that's Tetrazzini would put you right to sleep anyhow. Like it's bad enough trying to stay up until six in the morning. You have some of that carb loading and you're like oh, dozing off.
2: Yeah, but I was like 22, there, you know, <laughs> carbs, whatever. It didn't matter.
1: And you were uh, making, you said, such good bank at that time. Oh
2: my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I remember when I got offered the full-time job I was making eight hundred dollars a month before taxes with no benefits (laughs) and i was like all right but i guess i got cds and concert tickets Um, exactly which you know and when you're 22 23 years old you're basically bulletproof anyway so you know it 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 didn't really matter and it was an an amazing experience you know so it didn't really that wasn't an issue
1: yeah
0: everyone we talked to says the same story you know, at the end of the day, uh, when you're done, it was an amazing experience. You learned a lot, and, and, and it was for the
1: love of music and, and great people. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we I, would have done it for free just to be able to play that music, go to those shows, get those CDs, and hang out with the cool people that work there and that listen to the yeah. station.
2: Absolutely. No, I, I, I have great, great memories of, of the, the folks working there. And, and that's one of the reasons why listening to your podcast has been so great, was just hearing, what have all these people from, you know, 30 years ago been up to and, and where did they end up?
0: Now, when you moved to Oxford, did you call in and win a contest before you started working there?
2: I don't know if I did. Mm-hmm. I, that does, that's, that, it,
0: that's a ding on your resume right there, <laughs> buddy.
2: I'll tell you this, though. When it was still broadcasting Online, I was working at an ad agency in um, in just outside of DC in in Maryland, and I used to listen to the station and stream it into my office. And I actually called in to a contest and won. And uh, I got uh, I can't remember who the who the guy was who was on the air at the time, but um, I won a uh, Dandy Warhols CD and a uh, a um, Oh, I can't remember the guys, John, John, um, it was, it was another, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah, I won like a contest from the radio station that I used to work at, but it was after I worked there.
0: That's the first reverse I've heard of all the people we've spoken to. It always, was always pre-employment, not (laughs) post-employment.
2: Yeah. And I didn't do any, didn't do any weather reports either before hired, getting hired.
1: And you know what? He called in to win a CD, which they could send to him. It's not like he was getting gift certificates to the Oxford Kroger Save On. You know, <laughs> it'd be yeah. a long drive <laughs> from DC.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's <laughs> been a bit of a hike.
0: So, how long were you at ninety seven X?
2: You know, I was. I was trying to figure that out, and it really, like, listening to the other, you know, folks that have been on the podcast. You know, they're like, "Oh, I was there for eight years, ten years, whatever." I think I was there for maybe a year and a half. Um, I think it was about a year and a half. Uh, I, I uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it was much longer than that.
1: So you and said then
2: after I left, um, I did like I did get I did pick up like weekend shifts and things like that when they needed somebody to fill in. I was happy to do it.
1: And you said when you left, you were doing uh, evenings and then Jay Foreman replaced you, correct?
2: Yeah, Jay. Jay was the person who came in behind me and, and took over the evenings. Okay. And probably did a much better job than I did.
1: Oh, stop it! Stop it, man. <laughs> and and you, like many other ninety seven X alums, wound up in marketing slash advertising.
2: Yeah, I left when I when I left um, the station. I ended up working at an ad at an ad agency uh, in downtown Cincinnati. And I worked in advertising for about ten years at various agencies. I, I was in Cincinnati and then I moved out to St. Louis and then moved back to my hometown in central New York, uh, Syracuse, and then moved down to DC uh, area and um, you know got married along the way and and uh, came down here and then just burned out on advertising and, and marketing and and went back to grad school. And then from there, uh, I got a when I was in grad school, I got a co op job with the Air Force General Counsel's office in the Pentagon. And, um, and that was like, right after 9 11, which was an interesting time to be in DC. Yeah. Um, And then from there, I ended up getting a a full time job with uh, with the Department of Defense. And I've been with DOD since 2003.
0: So your employment at 97X did not ding you to be able to get into the Department of Defense?
2: <laughs> no, no. But, it, it, you know, if people ever asked me, you know, well, what have you done in your life? I could tell them, well, I, I used to be a DJ. And, uh, and so uh, that, that made for interesting conversations. But it was never a, uh, a disqualifier on any sort of background investigations.
1: I feel like if they'd done a little bit more due diligence, it would have kept you out of the Department (laughs) of Defense. Because some of the stuff that we did back in the day would not be, would not be, would be frowned upon.
0: Now, do you have a a 97X story that encapsulates your year and a half there at the station?
2: (sighs) Well, I don't, I don't
0: know. Like there was, there was...
2: Uh, I, I was on the air when the first Gulf War kicked off, which was crazy, um, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden the AP machine went bananas. Um, so that was that was kind of exciting. Um, and then there was a time, Dave, when you and I were doing a crossover, you know, the banter between shifts, because I think you... I can't remember if you were working afternoons and I was working evenings or if you yes, were working evenings right. and I was working overnights.
0: No, I was afternoon and you evening, yes. Oh,
2: And and I remember we were kind of just chatting between, you know, in the crossover. And then we put some music on and there was a, a knocking at the door at the party patio. And some dude who I think might have been a couple sheets to the wind asked us to play some ACDC. And we said, oh, we we don't, we're not really playing that He <laughs> he's I thought you were a cool station and he kind of stumbled (laughs) off into the into the darkness. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wouldn't say there was any like one thing that encapsulated my experience. I, I remember I went to a skinny puppy concert with Mike Taylor
0: Monday is April Fool's Day, and 97X is having a We Can't Fool You Day. You see, for 364 days a year, we play jokes on Matt, like soaping his car windows and giving him big old wedgies. Matt, he's so gullible. I bet we can't fool you as easily as we fool Matt, but we'll sure try to see if we can fool you two or three times per hour. We'll play a modern rock cover version. All you need to do is be the first caller into the 97X lines to tell us the song title, and the original artist that performed the song, and you'll win a new modern rock CD. Sounds pretty easy. We start early Monday morning at midnight and continue Monday until XCD. Good luck from the fools here at
1: 97X, the future of rock and roll. And, And you mentioned some of the, like, Skinny Puppy, a couple other shows, Pixies, Bob Mould, things like that. Like, that was the joy of it. And when you talk about the promos we did, we pretty much had creative license to do whatever, you know, the six pack is ocean songs. You could go in the production studio and just go yeah. nuts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I re, I remember, <clears throat> I remember working with, um, Billy D on doing various, um, promos and remember Polly B. Yes. Uh, Polly, Polly B. I forgot I remember, about Polly I remember Polly B going into the production studio with those two maniacs and and having all sorts of fun and then at some point we started doing like the green psa's and i made the mistake of letting somebody know that i could do a pretty good imitation of kermit the frog so my kermit the frog got incorporated in those things but we couldn't say it was Kermit the Frog because <laughs> of, like, copyright infringement and all of that business. And, uh, you know, as good as as good as good um, Doug's attorneys are, I don't know if they could uh, get us out from under Jim Henson.
1: No. Mm-mm. And PBS. Sure. Hey, hey, ho. That's hey, all you need hey to say.
2: Ho. And then you're so I had to refer to myself as your little green amigo <laughs> instead of Kermit
1: the Frog. <laughs> Oh my! That's like when you do a, yeah. like a film, and, and in a foreign country, it has a different title that makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, Your Little really green, green amigo. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah, I remember I remember uh, you know cutting ads, and like even even when it was like a paid advertiser. I remember Dave, you'd come and you'd be like, "All right, uh, we got to do an ad for you know whoever. Write an ad about groceries," and it's like. <laughs> all right and i remember like taking a a pad of paper and sitting out on the deck or at at the picnic table out in front and going all right i got to come up with something here yep and uh but it was it was an awful lot of fun i remember you know just the everybody wasn't wound so tight about stuff so you could go and you could have fun in the production studio you could have fun on the air you know, there were great listeners. People would call in, you could chat with them. And if you were doing the overnight, you know, you'd get some strange calls. But, it, you know, it was entertaining and, and the listeners were great. Um, so it was I, 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 it was it was just a terrific, terrific experience.
1: Yeah. Doug and Linda really set up an environment where you could be creative. You could screw up a little bit and, and learn from it. And everybody had fun. So, Matt, it has been great catching up with you. And we're glad that you reconnected to the 97X mm-hmm. family through the podcast, which is available on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes, and any other place you can get uh, podcasts. And you mentioned uh, the Facebook pages. So there's one for 97X alums, but there's also Woxie Forever is a Facebook group for fans of the station
2: awesome Mm -hmm. well it was it's it's great reconnecting with everybody and and seeing you guys and talking with you and and, uh keep keep the podcast going because i listen to it every new episode that comes out
1: 97 x the anyone anyone The, the
0: future of rock and roll